Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I know what happened. It's not Beth today. It's Bo today. Hello, Bo Thompson. Good to have you back. Hey, good to be back again. So let's uh, get an update from you on uh, what it is you're seeing. Uh, we're starting to see a lot of video uh, of uh, of flooding, uh, especially on Shamrock Drive and a number of other locations, because uh, this water has got to go somewhere. I saw a number. It's like 3.13 inches uh, came down in uptown and this water's got to go somewhere what's going on yeah when i talked to you about an hour ago i was out on sardis road at mcalpine creek the greenway out there and uh you know uh, mcalpine creek goes uh, a good ways i mean there's there's also the area out there uh on monroe road but i was i was out sardis road and that was one of those areas pam's been talking about where uh a major thoroughfare was was impassable and i uh, I'm back home now, so I I, uh, I don't know the the update on on where that one is, but I know that uh, that's an area where a lot of people go and uh, you know take the dog for a walk or go run back in there. And if you looked over the bridge there, uh, uh, as Sardis goes over the creek, I mean it was um, it's about as high as I've I've seen it in years. And um, you know just uh, you know there are the there are the the spots around town where where people you know go and and, and gauge how high the water is. And today was one of those days where most of those locations uh, were, were were pretty high. So That's a rough right. afternoon and a really odd situation to be dealing with in January. Yes. Yeah, with 61 degrees, right? 60, 61 degrees or 58 degrees. Um, and, and then what happens next is you have to clean this up because, you know, there's going to be debris in the roadways, especially as the, as the water has come up high. Uh, all that sort of stuff is going to be a huge challenge. Uh, uh, for people, and you're going to have to drive through that stuff. Um, and in addition, oh, by the way, if you go far enough west, you've got um, ice forming uh, out there as you get to Watauga County and you know, Blowing Rock and then out to towards Asheville. This is, uh, this is a really crazy weather system, just the way it's combined. You've got snow and sleet and ice, and, and on top of that, you've got warm temperatures and a bunch of rain. It's, it's really something I've never seen before. Well, and, and people, uh, you know, may say, what about the usual kind of uh, weather threat we'd have this time of year uh, here in the Piedmont? Uh, right. that, that winter weather. Uh, we were talking to Ray Stajic this morning from the Weather Channel, and I know uh, the Weather Channel meteorologists have been checking in throughout the day. But Ray said, uh, let's focus on today, but there are actually a couple of other systems, one towards the weekend and one next week, and especially that one next week to keep an eye on that, that, that maybe uh, comes back around as a, as a, as a winter system. At least a winter type weather bringing to to us here in the metro type thing. So, uh, you know that that kind of weather's not uh, not out of the question uh, this season. It's just we had this unicorn day today, which is really odd. And you also mentioned, and unfortunately, I know something about cleaning up after a flood. I was ta- talking to you last hour about my my own personal issues 
where I, where I once lived in a floodplain. Flood cleanup is oh. uh, bitter. <laughs> you talk about the worst kind of yard work to do. Uh, oh, that's gosh. the worst because, you know, you, you get the floods come up and then they, they leave all kinds of debris kind of caked on everything. And yep. uh, it's a pain. And I, I, uh, I feel for people around the area that are going to have to pick up those pieces, uh, you know, uh, this evening and then uh, tomorrow, of course, once it, once it uh, dries up. It's, it's, it's never a, I mean, it's a perilous situation when, when cars are on the road. And, and, and people are trying to, to get out of harm's way with, with rising water. But then when it recedes, um, you know, it's, it's, it's no fun. Talk a little bit about um, uh, how effective Duke Energy has been. I mean, they've been keeping people up to date, up to speed. Uh, 76,000 without power, plus or minus. Um, you know, they're, they're, doing, they're doing yeoman's work out there because they've, they've got to get this stuff all back online because it's going to be cold tonight and uh, people are going to want their heat and their, their energy in their house. Yeah, and I was telling you last hour about the number of, uh, of traffic lights that I encountered mm-hmm. when I was uh, out and about that were out. And so that's been an issue. I know Jensen was saying that a lot of retailers in the South Park area have had to uh, – some of them had to close early because of power outage issues. And, you know, it, I, I drove back into my neighborhood uh, about 45 minutes ago and saw, I think, I want to say six or seven power trucks. Mm-hmm. My house has power, but there are parts of my neighborhood I know that don't because, um, you know, I can walk outside and hear generators that I know some people have in my neighborhood. Um, and so that's kind of where we are. You know, when you have a system today that's, uh, uh, you know, it's moving across the area, and everybody eventually gets the brunt of it, but it's not all at the same time. You have pockets where uh, you have outages, and you have pockets where people have power. And uh, you're right. I mean, the trucks are out there. I can tell you, uh, I-, I saw them all over the place, and, and, and they're doing best they can to get those, those traffic uh, situations where, you know, it's affecting public traffic flow and then then you know you take care of the big spots and then get into the smaller neighborhoods so there's there are going to be some people tonight no doubt uh in, in uh, some of the uh less traveled areas and roads that probably aren't going to have their power back uh, so hopefully that that uh, doesn't take too long to ramp up um but it's well, I'll tell you what, you never know. In the, you never know uh, at this spot in the southeast what you're going to get weather-wise. And, you always have to be prepared. And, and look, and we're relatively speaking, we're lucky this came in during the daytime. Uh, this is moving out east, and uh, th- th- these storms are going to be very powerful in the overnight hours. And you know, you're going to be it's going to be the darker night out there uh, as you get up to Raleigh and then out out to the out to the coast. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, we're talking to Beth's dad down at, uh, he lives at North Myrtle Beach, obviously. We're talking to him this morning about um, some of the, the issues they're bracing for with, uh, uh, and not that we're out of the woods yet with, uh, uh, you know, possible, mm-hmm. you know, winds and, 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 and maybe even a tornado here and there, but uh, the eastern part of the state we knew all along was going to get the, the, the bigger uh, hit from this. And, um, there's still a good part of the state that's dealing with what we saw earlier. So it's it's going to be a while before uh, everybody in North and South Carolina are uh, are done with the threat. But it's, um, you know, if you have uh, family members that are in the eastern part of the state or down at the coast, uh, you can at least tell them what you saw earlier today because it was uh, unusual January weather. Sure was. Uh, absolutely. And uh, 
you know, we know you'll be having uh, all the updates that, that are going to be necessary tomorrow morning uh, as, as you get on as you get on the air. Uh, we're inside of a week to uh, to the uh, to the uh, caucuses in Iowa. And uh, that weather looks like it's going to be sub zero potentially. So uh, who knows what that impact is going to be uh, for, for them out there when they uh, go to caucus at eight o'clock at night. And it's uh, it's freezing outside. Yeah, I mean the last last I saw is it's hovering right around uh, you know zero. <laughs> so uh, and that that's without the windshield chill. So uh, you know on one hand you know how this may this may prove how dedicated Iowa voters are, uh, yes. and it also may deter some people. It just uh, you can see how it plays out. Got to see it. All right, what do you got uh, coming up uh, tomorrow on the big show with uh, with Beth and uh, the team? Well, I heard you mention earlier today talking about uh, decisions that, that lawmakers and, and, and public officials have to make, elected officials, when you have storms like this. One guy who has dealt with this many, many times is uh, Governor McCrory. He'll be with us in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow on Wednesday. And we have the CMS School Board Chair, uh, Stephanie Sneed, scheduled to join us at 8.05. And a lot to talk about with the weather today. Uh, she's also uh, going to be in the contingent with uh, Vice President Harris on Thursday, so she knows how that's all going to work. And uh, So uh, a busy week continues, and we'll uh, get it started with you. Beth and I will at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Busy stuff. Looking forward to it, my friend. Appreciate you uh, being on and uh, jumping on twice for us. Uh, we really appreciate it, buddy. Sure thing, man.